Last time on Cloudfall. Who cares about what happened last time? Today is the festival, the best day of every month on Baxi, where the most talented singers, dancers, racers, fighters, and crossword puzzlers all gather together to test themselves and see who really deserves recognition among the clouds. And we've got our contenders. The party needs to earn the respect of the island in order to save them all. If they can earn the influence held by the top 10, they just might be able to talk some sense into the socially obsessive inhabitants and warn them about the impending cloudfall. It all comes down to this. Can they save Baxi? Can they even save themselves? Ladies and gentlemen, start your ovens. of you, plus Mikey, plus Serbo, maybe a few others, you all enter into the gardens, and it is dessert o'clock. There are savory smells of dinner still in the air, but they're giving way to the warm embrace of baked goods. Once again, around the central fountain in the gardens here, you are surrounded by trees, food wagons, and a shoulder-to-shoulder crowd of onlookers. There's an area cleared around the contestants in the middle. Poppy, when you arrive, you see... Cindy Buns, uh, formerly from Perbaked, but her cart burned down, you had offered to let her use your cart whenever she would need to bake. She's oh. here to take you up on that offer. Right. Oh. oh, I forgot about that. Cool. Cindy is a small, petite, little red tabaxi with sharp green eyes, a sharp smile. You also see standing there is Brody Tatum, He's a shaggy blonde tabaxi with a headband. Uh, he's smiling most of the time. And finally, there's Ruby Christmas. Uh, she is the owner of Scrum Diddly Sweets. I curtsied all of them. Uh, good luck out there. Ruby and Cindy just both give you a nod, and Brody goes, Yeah, thanks, you too. <laughs> May the best woman win. Aw, <laughs> oh, hey, come on. Just kidding. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Hey, I'm Brody. What's your name? Oh, um, I'm Poppy. Hey, oh, Poppy, you're from the videos and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, that's me. I'm also a baker. Oh, dang, man. I'm probably going to lose, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How did, do you, do you bake often? Oh, for sure. Do you own a shop? Kind of, yeah. Well, what do you, what do you make? I haven't seen you around. His wagon is very much unlike the others. It's it's like there's not really like a room inside to it. It's just kind of like a rolling cart or kiosk almost. It's called Roll, Roll, Roll Your Dough. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody on Baxi knows I like to roll my own, so they just show up and get some sweet breads. <laughs> so is he selling catnip-laced? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> catnip-laced. Yeah. Just, just full of sage. Yes. <laughs> like, bread. Bread's your area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Hey, did anybody, like, tell you the rules here and, like, how this works, or? Nope. Yeah, you're probably going to want to know. <laughs> yeah, could someone tell me? You Do you know them? Yeah, yeah, I've done this a bunch of times. All right. So, basically, there's three rounds, right? Each time they're going to say, like, hey, here's the title of the dish. You know, it's, like, sprinkle salmon. And then you got to, like, figure out what that's going to be. But it's not literal, okay? It's open to interpretation. They give you a title, and then you just kind of make a dish from the title. Okay. So, so like, creative and... and yes. Yeah. Okay. They want to be surprised and impressed. That's the whole thing. Right, 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 right. And I think someone mentioned secret ingredients. Yeah, yeah. So everybody gets one secret ingredient, but you got to keep it a secret, right? That's why it's a secret ingredient. Oh, we bring our own. No, no, no. You're going to get a signed one from the tastemaker. 
you got to make sure nobody else finds out what that is, right? Because it's got to sit in this little gold dish, okay, mm-hmm. in your area. And if one of the other teams finds out what your secret ingredient is and they use it, they're not going to like your stuff anymore. Interesting. So there's a lot of, I don't know, sabotage, I guess? <laughs> yeah, that sounds really cutthroat. Yeah, well, I don't really pay attention to that part of it. I just kind of do my best, you know? Well, I'm, I'm not nervous at all. Well, don't be super fun. Basically, we get a title, make a thing, you get a half an hour, we show up, and then they, they judge it based on the looks, the flavors, and the special effects. And then special that's it. Special effects? Oh, yeah. You really ought to put some magic into everything you put here. Good to know. Uh, it looks like we're starting um, now. So, yeah, good luck. Okay, uh, guys, I have a problem. <laughs> I like this Brody fellow. Yeah, he seems cool. He um, seems real nice. Man's man. I may have offered the kitchen to Cindy also. What? I don't I don't know. I didn't know the rules and I didn't You have to stop offering shit to people for I'm free. Just, I'd like to be helpful. I'm kinda with Aaron on this one. That's just uh, well, Excuse me. Greetings all the way from Saffron. Oh, you're from Saffron. How you may call me Tastemaker Winston. It's very nice to meet you, Winston Tastemaker, sir. I'm here to give you your secret ingredient and acknowledge the strange circumstances around today's bake-off. I've heard you will be sharing your space with another. Yeah, see, that was a mistake. I didn't I didn't understand the rules and... Indeed, most difficult with the secret ingredient of it all. Here's what we're going to do. The oven will be communal use between the two of you, but there will be a cloth of privacy placed between the two mm. areas. You are not to spy on each other's secret ingredient. You understand me? Across my hearth. <laughs> hmm. 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 That was a joke. I'm. Yes, go on. Here is your secret ingredient. He is holding a gold dish with a cloth over it, and he allows you to just peek at the cloth, and then he throws it back over, and you see a bowl full of lemons. Tiny, spherical lemons. Ooh. Poppy, we use those all the time. Yeah, I, I know a lot of things I can do with that. He tucks his bib scarf a little bit and he says, I can't wait to see what you're going to come up with. I salute him <laughs> and I like awkwardly walk back to the, I'm very nervous. <laughs> he just kind of crosses his eyebrows and walks away from you. Um, <laughs> Brody whispers to you guys again. And he's like, you're probably going to want to set up some roles, you know, like spies and stuff. Yeah, uh, thank you. Good advice. I'm going to go over to my wagon, so good luck. You too. Let's plot this out a little bit. Okay. There are three roles to be had here, aside from the baker itself. There is spy, anti-spy, and assistant. (laughs) Okay. The spy is trying to figure out the spy or spies. You can put any number of people in any role here. Spies are trying to figure out what the other secret ingredients are. Anti-spies are trying to catch and disqualify people spying on your stuff. The assistant is going to help the finishing touches for the baker. Finishing touches determine your aesthetics. Poppy, you tell us what you want to do. Um, You're the I leader. Think, I think the two of you would be good spies. You and Journey. Sound. Um, let's see. Guy, you know you know your way around the kitchen already. I'd like to think so. So uh, if you could help me, that would be great. Um, Very well, Poppy. I will serve with honor. <laughs> Doran and Mikey. Yeah. Yes. I need you guys to be on your most distracting behavior. <laughs> Can you be anti-spies? Uh, anti-spies? Wow. It's a really important role. I just need you to keep an eye out, catch people who are trying to peek, uh, talk to them. Just start asking questions, anything you can think of. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Just keep them from finding out anything. Good. Yeah. Good. Let's, let's distrust strangers. I like this. <laughs> Does that work? Yes, chef. <laughs> I, I love it, Poppy. Yeah. Just just cause chaos and, and don't get in trouble. Mikey. I don't want to get disqualified. Yeah. Okay. Aaron kind of like leans over to Mikey and just like, Mikey, just remember, don't tell anyone our secret ingredient. Your head's a worm. <laughs> just remember our secret ingredient. Don't tell anyone. It's pepper. Okay? Pepper? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be tough Black to work pepper. With. Don't tell anyone. Okay. 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 All okay. right. You got this. Don't Black tell. And then I, Black uh, pepper. Black Aaron pepper. Aaron pepper. winks at Poppy. <laughs> Black pepper, black pepper, black pepper, black pepper, black pepper. Okay. 
I think you got it memorized. Great. I pat Poppy on the shoulder and say, you're going to do great, Poppy. I'm, I'm so excited. And I cast uh, Fox's Cunning. The Fox is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give uh, Fox's Cunning, which gives you advantage on intelligence checks for the next hour. Oh, yes. So that will be my concentration spell. I'll also give you and Guy Bardic Inspiration. So this uh, is unique now with my Bard Inspo. Um, you get to use this until it succeeds. If you fail the check still, you get to keep the die. Mm. So Neat. Yep. The first round begins. The tastemaker stands in the middle of the area here, kind of addressing all of the onlookers around the fountain. He says, thank you all for showing up to another Bake Off, sponsored by Saffron. Remember, the winner here will get a one-on-one lesson with Master Choli in Saffron itself. I wish you all the greatest of luck. We have some incredible people on display today. With that, let our Bake Off begin. The title of your first bake is Terribly Chocolatey. <laughs> I wish you all the best of luck. We will meet again in 30 minutes' time. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, here we go. And uh, <laughs> everybody should remember Timothy Matterfax's flavor palette. Is that right? And he kind of points out at people in the crowd and the other contestants. He's like, remember, I'm judging too, so it's pretty important that you remember, you know, everything about me. You all see Mabel maybe take a step back and kind of shrug her shoulders and go, I want to thank you all for coming. It's so nice to see everyone here. And Well, I just, I'm excited to eat, I suppose. Uh, Rob Rockley says, says, let's eat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Poppy, what's your idea? Okay. So flashing back to the previous night, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to remake the coffin cakes mm-hmm. and I'll do like a, lemon raspberry compote in the middle, sort of like a curd that will like ooze out. But I think I'll I'll amp up the raspberry so it looks more like blood than mm. pale. Yeah. Um so like terribly terribly chocolatey. Perfect. But it's yes. dark chocolate and I'll do like a, a sea salt crumble on the top. Okay. Um as you're kind of putting your stuff together, uh you see the judges they're just kind of drifting like from work area to work area and giving the bakers like a mini interview. Um, you had heard them like mumbling with Cindy buns on the other side of your wagon and they kind of move the privacy cloth onto your side. Um, and they see you kind of getting the lemons ready and immediately you hear Mabel maybe say, Oh, are you familiar with how to use uh Wazer lemons? Uh, no, I've, I've never used them before. Oh, interesting. Uh- Tomothy goes, pretty bold uh, doing your secret ingredient on the first bake. A lot of people wait for the second or third. Oh, you don't have to use them right away? It's a strategy. Well, I'll think about it. Uh, Rob Rockley says, uh, so, Poppy, what can you tell us about you, Poppy, the mainlander, oh, the halfman? Uh, well, we prefer the term halfling, but um, I I guess not much. I, I, I went to magic school in Tildry, and I dropped out to pursue baking. Tomothy goes, boring. What about some of these other guys? Uh, who else has got something going on? Oh. I am mixing this bowl as we speak. Mm. Even more boring. Um, while they're going back and forth with this inane bullshit, uh, Doran and Mikey on anti-spy. Yep. And you just make a perception check. Perception. Okay. It's Mikey's wisdom. You don't want to know. I got a 22. Okay. <laughs> you don't so, want it. <laughs> Doran, while you're looking around, literally keeping an eye on every avenue, every window and crack in the wood that people could be peering in here through, when they peeled that curtain back to walk into your side of the wagon, you saw one of Cindy's employees kind of leaning back, and you can still see their eye in a slit, like on the edge of that curtain. They are illegally watching your bake. Mikey is staring at the floor going, black pepper, black pepper, black pepper, black pepper. <laughs> Mikey, do you have one of those crystal things? Black, black pepper. What? Do you have one of those crystal things? Uh, the recorders? Yeah. Oh, no. Dora, these are way better. And he gives you one of those uh, recording jars for audio. Okay. 
did you need to record something? You could just say it into the jar. <laughs> no. It's okay. I, I have one. I'm going to use minor illusion and just mm. pretend to take one. Okay. Say cheese. And I take a, like, try to basically, like, feign uh, activating a crystal. Yeah. Uh, you hear the curtain kind of, like, like slam against the wall as they're trying to close it, like, as quickly as possible and back away from that position. You catch the attention of a few other people when you make that sound and this whole interaction. People turn around and go, oh, what was that? Did we just have our first spy? Oh, yeah. Man, this is really nice. Uh, we got rid of Cindy already, uh, doing some illegal maneuvers over there, and I gesture over to the curtain. Rob Broccoli goes, that's absolutely right. We can't have people spying. Uh, excuse me, Cindy. And just hear this kind of muffled on the other side, like, what? That's not true. I didn't. Pretty soon, they uh, come back with that other person, grabbing them by the scruff of the neck, and they're just like, uh, is this who you saw, Doran? Oh, yeah. Yep, that's it. All right. Well, Cindy, you're not quite out of the race yet, but you did lose a crew member. Sorry, kid. And uh, they just toss out one of their crew. Okay. Good job, Mikey. And uh, could you just, like, keep it down a bit when you're talking about that? Oh, yeah, sorry. I just I got distracted. Do you know what secret means? Yeah. Okay, good. Say, uh, do you happen to still have a Echo Bell to any, like, sound beats and stuff? Uh, yeah, I got a few. Okay. Yeah, why? Let's see if we can get those a little louder. Uh, okay. Just to, you know, like, heighten the energy a bit, you know, in the kitchen here? Oh, I get you, I That'd get you. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll move it to the same drum. Right, yeah. yeah. He uh, sets down three echo bells and uh, gets a little rhythm going. Okay. Yeah. And the intent there is just to, like, allow us to talk more safely without being overheard. Sure. So, yep. That's right. it. Okay, so, um, they said I didn't have to use the secret ingredient right away, but I don't even know what these taste like, so I'm gonna try like a tiny little bit uh give me a constitution save 21 nice yeah you're fine poppy but you realize laser lemons as they are are roughly 10 times the sour potency of a regular lemon they're incredibly difficult to work with a pinch goes a mile yes um i am not gonna use them for this round yeah but i i'll start stewing on it uh saving these for something more citrusy um, and I'm going to start trying to, like, imbue it now with magic. Okay. I would like to put a little bit of invisibility into it in, like, a very small potency so that the consumer mm-hmm. goes a little bit transparent mm. up their limbs so okay. they look like a ghost. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> cute. All right. I thought it would be cute with the coffin cakes thing. Yeah. Give me an arcana check for that. Which I get advantage on. Yes. Because it's intelligence. 25. Brilliant. Yeah, you feel really good about the way that that settled into the food here. Awesome. Okay. All right. Spies. Uh, Of your competition, you've got Cindy Buns, you've got Brody Tatum, and you've got Ruby Christmas. Who are you going to try to spy on to find out what their secret ingredient is? You each get one spy. I was going to go for Ruby. Do you want to go for Cindy? Yeah, I'll go for Cindy since the judges already stopped by there. Nice. Good thinking. I'll give you advantage for that journey. Um, so what I would like to do is um, walk out of the wagon and behind it. Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking behind it, use disguise self to look like Rob Broccoli. Ooh, okay, <laughs> nice. Um, so I'm going to use one of my uses of disguise self. Okay. Um, and then I want to walk into the side of the cart that has Cindy Bunn's yep. team in it. Perfect. You open the door. Cindy looks up at you briefly and does kind of a double take and goes, oh, hi. Hi. Just double checking. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, still kind of struggling. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to put the opal nuts in this one. I believe in you. <laughs> and then I turn around and walk out again. Uh, after you close the door, you hear this muffled, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I take that information back to Poppy. I, I scurry behind, drop the disguise self, and come back in the cart. Give me your stealth check. Yeah. <laughs> Please. You got advantage. Oh, thank you. Yep, for the plan there. That's way better. Uh, 18. Ooh, just barely. Very oh. nice, very nice. 
you make the mistake of like forgetting to drop disguise self like right until you open the door. It's so, like <laughs> as you're opening it, it's like peeling off of you. Uh-huh. And Rob Rockley looks up and thought he saw himself for a second, but didn't. <laughs> and you, you come back with the knowledge that Cindy Buns is trying to include opal nuts somewhere. Yeah, so I share that with Poppy. Poppy, I don't know what opal nuts are, but that's what Cindy Buns is using. I mean, of all my food knowledge, can I try and figure out what that is? Yeah, you have uh, access to every ingredient available to anyone here. As long as you ask for it, they will provide it. Yeah, I'll ask for some. Okay, yeah. They uh, come back with a bag of opal nuts. They are blue iridescent almonds. And when you cut them open, they literally look like opals. It's like a galaxy of color on the inside. I want to try one. Contrary to how they look, they actually don't taste like much of anything. They're just kind of crunchy, and they stick to your teeth. Well, um, I'm just going to save this. Aaron, the other spy. Aaron is going up to Ruby Christmas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Can I see the team that they have? Is there anyone like milling about? Yeah, they've got a full crew there. All 10 people are used. Um, So this is mostly a confectionery booth, but they'll bake if it's going to win them something. Um, So they're, yeah, they're super busy in there. And you can actually see through the wagon because it's made of glass mostly. Mm -hmm. So is anyone coming and going from the wagon? Uh, There are some people running for ingredients. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to try to, as someone's coming back to the wagon, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to be like, hey, hey, can you help me over here real quick? I think I found, um, I think I found one of the judge's notes on, on how people are doing. I just wasn't sure what to do with it. Like it's from one of the judges? Yeah, like I think it says like how they think everyone's doing so far. Oh, can I see? Should I turn it in, do you think? And um, No, give it to me. Wait, look, look over here. I just, give it to I don't me. know, I don't know. And Aaron's going to Let me see to, it. And then um, sort of behind the wagon, I'm just going to try to like do a sleeper hold on them and make them <laughs> pass out. Okay. Oh my God. All right. uh, I need two things from you. Okay. I need a uh, stealth check and a grapple check. Um, 21. <laughs> For, for the stealth? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. And then grapple. I think it's athletics when you're the aggressor. 11. You kind of get them around to the back of the wagon, which happens to be blocked from the crowd by another wagon. You're in this weird little corner where not many people can see you. You turn as if there's something on the ground that you want to show him, and you begin strangling him. <laughs> You've got him under your arm, and you're just slowly guiding him to the ground, and you're just like, look, it's a little closer down there. <laughs> and uh, by the time he gets to the ground, he is fighting your grapple. He's like grabbing at your legs and like trying to get you to let go, but you, you feel him get weaker and weaker until he just kind of slumps to the ground. Okay, so I won. Yep, you got him. Jesus. Barely. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna change into this guy. Mm-hmm. Does it have his name anywhere? Any sort of identifying factors no, on nope. his face? Okay. What does he look like? It is a tabaxi, uh, extremely like light blonde, very like faded, almost grayish looking. Okay. Yeah, Aaron will shift into this tabaxi mm-hmm. and head back around, taking the ingredients that he was bringing back to the wagon and yeah. burst in the door. Like, here you go. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. No. No problem. Um, and then I'm gonna turn and be like. Yeah, it was crazy when they told us the secret ingredient. Don't you guys think? Our secret ingredient? Yeah, when they told us what it was. I mean, I was just really surprised. Ruby Christmas is kind of walking up behind you, and she says, I think we actually got fairly lucky. Really? But yeah, it's uh, not all that hard to work with. I just hope we get something citrusy enough. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're the leader. You're the chef. You know what you're doing. I don't remember giving you speaking privileges in the wagon. No, oh, sorry, sorry, Ruby. I'm mushing something on the table, like yeah. grinding it up. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm just going to hang out there and watch and listen. Okay, you're still in there then. All right, uh, the half hour concludes at the end of round one. Um, the buzzer is about to go off, and that means it is Guy's time to shine. Guy, you are putting the finishing touches on Poppy's dish alongside her, I need a 1d6 roll from you. And Poppy, I need a 1d20 roll from you. <laughs> okay. Just a straight roll? Straight roll. That 20 bit. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Amazing. Nat 4. All right. <laughs> Natural 20 plus 4 from the assistant. Poppy, these could not have come out more perfect, including the higher can roll on yours. <laughs> the bakers are summoned to the center of the fountain. There's a few pedestals set up there for everybody to put brilliant baked goods on, and you are first among them. 
they ask you to set down your terribly chocolatey coffin cakes. Beautiful. Just like they were last night in, in aesthetic, and uh, you've perfected it a little bit since then. You see set down next to them are Cindy's chocolate drizzle chocolate croissants with chocolate chips. Next to those, from Brody, chocolate apple. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brody. I love Brody. <laughs> next yeah, to that, Brody. from Ruby, double chocolate muffin with volcano fudge core and coffee crystal topping. Sure. You see the judges dive into these foods. They eat rubies first. Uh, they take one bite of the chocolate muffin, and they see that it gives you a big, curly, dastardly mustache <laughs> growing off the side of their face. Uh, they look at Brody's, and Rob Rockley goes, uh, Brody, they're supposed to be baked goods. <laughs> he goes, oh, dang, man, I knew I forgot something. <laughs> he goes, I, I guess we can try it anyway. Rob Rockley takes a big bite of the apple and gives it a couple chews, and pretty darn good. That's good chocolate. It's a fine apple. Not seeing much for SFX. And he goes, oh, man, I forgot that, too. <laughs> Jeez, I suck at this. Oh, my God, he's amazing. Brody's the best. Um, finally, Mabel maybe picks up a chocolate drizzle, chocolate croissant with chocolate chips, takes a little nibble of it, and you can kind of see the physical sensation of it melting in her mouth and from her lips kind of spreading over her face down her shoulders and her whole body you see that she turns into a glossy chocolate statuette hmm. and she kind of like looks at her new beautiful fur and kind of uh, kind of like um, embraces herself and she goes ooh lovely I'm just imagining like the shape of one of those like 2D Easter bunny chocolates yeah, exactly. you know she's like it's a cat yeah. <laughs> wow that's pretty good magic and then Timothy Matterfax goes, all right, I'm excited, and grabs one of yours, Poppy. They're to die for. I bet. And <laughs> instead of just biting into it, he breaks it open and looks at it, and he goes, oh, now that's on theme. And he takes a bite of it, and he says, nothing. He says nothing, and he hands up a piece to Mabel, and she takes it from his hand, and she bites into it, and then she looks hard at Timothy, and then down at you, Poppy, Rob goes, hey, what, what am I missing here? And he reaches over and grabs some out of Mabel's hand, and he takes a bite, too. And the three of them, they just go, no contest. Poppy advances to the next round. Uh, Brody, see you later. Oh, yeah. Brody. Oh, Brody. <laughs> um, while this is going on, and everyone's, like, in rapture of this, Aaron's going to try to peek under or, like, look at the bowl that the Ooh. secret ingredient came in um, yeah. while everyone is, like, watching this. Go another stealth check. This one's going to be tough. There's a lot of people in there. <gasps> Nat 20. God, yes! what time what's going you guys? on today? There's been yes! every time. This is yeah. a three. Uh, man, forget their 18. <laughs> <laughs> right. No hope. Uh, that's a that's a 31. No, wait. What's my thing? That's a 30. All right. This is our court. Spies. Spies for life. Spies yeah, so for life. With that, not only do you uh, flip over the towel, you see that they've got a bowl of honey citrus glaze. It is labeled. You get a taste for it. You know exactly what they're doing. Awesome. Is that one they used on their first? No, okay. they've not used it yet. Nobody used their ingredients except for Brody, <laughs> whose secret ingredient was apple. <laughs> Just apple? Oh, Just apple. Bro. Oh, yeah. It was Brody. terribly chocolatey, and he made chocolate apple. <laughs> yeah. oh. Like a whole apple dipped, dipped in chocolate. In chocolate. He's just the, he's a delight. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys uh, made some pretty smart decisions in going after Ruby Christmas and Cindy Buns first because you know both of their secret ingredients. And the one you don't know just got disqualified. The trick with the secret ingredient, just to understand, mm -hmm. like you would want to use their secret ingredients yes. to try. But wouldn't that hurt your own dish? The judges know what each person's secret ingredient is, and so it's really just you're proving your your own ability by using their secret ingredient. So they'll acknowledge that and be like, well, you figured out what theirs was. Good job. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Rob Rockley says, all right, bakers, back to your corners. We're coming up for round two. And Mr. Tastemaker, what is on the menu? Tastemaker looks back at them and says, yes, thank you. For the second bake of today's bake-off here in the gardens of Backseat, we would like something for the kids. You heard me right. Bake 2. The title is... <laughs> I'm keeping that. Watch sure, sure. <laughs> The title is For the Kids. 
I look forward to eating your treats that were for the kids. <laughs> okay. For the kids, not literally. <laughs> well, Poppy, we know two of the secret ingredients. What is your strategy for utilizing them? Mm, let's see. Well, I think kids tend to go for, like, sweet fun and not really um, hazardous, scary lemon, right? Well, that's not true. On the mainland, we had these candies um, that were just, like, super sour, and it was kind of fun to see who could handle them the longest. Mm -hmm. What if the intent was to punish the kids? (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I mean, maybe in some families? No, no, probably not. Forget it. Hmm. I like that thought. I think that's pretty fun. Like really sour? Right. But like fun sour. Maybe it's like a layer of sour and then it's sweet on the inside. Yeah, so that they're they're experiencing it for a while, but then they don't have to feel like it's forever. Yeah. Hey, hey spy. Um, where's the other spy? I don't know. Okay. Is there anything else you need to find out? I have a thought. We should probably figure out what Timothy Matterfax likes. He mentioned he has a taste. Something to think about. It is probably something annoying. Guaranteed. <laughs> I can go try and find out. Thanks, Dorn. Good luck. Uh, Aaron walks in through the back door and says, Hi, sorry I'm late coming back. Um, let's start with the next recipe, okay? Who says this? I can help bake for the next recipe. Can someone show me our secret ingredient so I can help? This is Aaron. <laughs> Welcome back, Aaron. I am happy to show you the secret ingredient if you wish. Hi. Yes, good. Show me the secret ingredient so that we can use it. Well, yeah. I'm walking uh, wait, over wait, wait, to wait, wait, the... Wait. Oh, mo- mm? Will you tell Aaron what the secret ingredient is? Oh, black pepper. Uh, you guys, we can't see be Aaron, saying this out loud. Aaron just gives this huge smirk and goes, Actually, I forgot something out in the garden. I'll be right back. It's I have to pee. Oh. <laughs> she opens the door, walks out, and Aaron, on your way back you pass by Aaron as they are melting back into their original shape. Can I tell, does it look like when I change? or Not at all. It looks like when Journey changes. Disguise self. Oh. They got their own spies. Doran, make a perception check. Ten. Oof. Okay. Can I see where this person's going back to? Uh, yeah, they're heading back to Scrum Doodly Sweets. That Aaron is so forgetful. They seemed really nice to me. I come bursting in the back of the wagon as Dan, the tabaxi. Did you guys think that was me? Oh, who are you? Hey, we have secrets back here. Oh, my God. And Aaron will shift back into Aaron and say, guys, it's me. Um, Whoever was just in here wasn't me. It was a disguise. I kind of figured I just sent, I sicked Mikey on him. Mikey, what did you tell him? And Aaron grabs him by the shoulders. I'm sorry, I, I ruined everything. I told him that we had black pepper as a Oh, Mikey. oh Mikey, it's okay. That Mikey. was a fake ingredient. No, you're so wonderful, Mikey. And Mikey. Aaron just kisses him on the forehead. Oh. Mikey, Mikey, the real secret ingredient. No, huh? it's actually anchovies. Oh, anchovies. Okay. Don't tell anyone. Anyways, yeah, let's just play a card game. Okay. I think we're doing a good job, but we should play cards. Good. Okay. Okay. At the same time, nobody seems to notice the small lizard that is creeping out of this wagon. That was due to a failed perception check. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that's what okay. happened. Yeah. <laughs> Not right. going on. Poppy, what is your big idea for the kids? I guess like cream puffs, but not like that bready. Mm-hmm. More of a, a cake pop kind mm-hmm. of. Um, I'm going to request some of the honey lemon glaze. Okay. Yep. And I'm going to make like a sticky toffee center of the sweet honey lemon glaze. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put a very small amount of the wazer lemon in the cake batter to do like a sour outside. And then I'll caramelize the outside so it's got a crunch. Mm -hmm. But I want it to be like sour and then sweet. I want them to look like <laughs> I want them to look like bumblebees. Okay. Aww. Kind of like cute and kid like and not like the Starbucks cake pops that are supposed <laughs> to look sure. like bees. And um, uh, what about the SFX on this thing? Yes. So, I'm thinking a, a low dose 
of Shocking Grasp, mm. where it's it's less of like a damage and more of like a like tingle. Tingle. Yeah. And like you can you can do little static shocks to people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, give me an Arcana check for that. And you've got a little bit of confidence in this, knowing that it they didn't even get to the special effects on your last one before they declared you the winner of that round. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because it just tastes so good. Literally. That is a 21. Very nice. Yeah, you feel just as good about this one and how the magic is going to settle into it, especially knowing that there's a chance this is for kids, that it's not too potent and actually shocks them to death. Um, (laughs) I'm going to call them buzzy bees. Cute. Okay. For anti-spy stuff? Yeah. um, Mike and I are playing cards, just chit-chatting. I'm going to... Occasionally cast prestidigitation to put out alternating smells of anchovies and pepper. Okay. Just like shooting that out into the air. Little <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, spies, you've already succeeded as far as you could. Is there anything you want to do to sabotage or interfere with other wagons? I'm going to go up to Tomothy Matterfacts and say, uh, hey there. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't you be like, you know, helping? Oh, I am. I was just wondering what you're into for baking and stuff like that. Since you said that was real important, I was just curious what you meant by that. Oh, yeah, that was really just a call to get one of these people to put some booze into something. Man, I could use a drink. Is that pretty pretty usual to put alcohol in baked goods? Yeah, they figure it out sometimes. A little bit of a bourbon flavor or something. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. All right, well, have a good one. You know... I don't know if I've ever really met anyone quite like you. What do you, you say you are, a furbolg? Uh, yeah, I, I'm a furbolg. I'm, I'm from the mainland. You knew that. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, can I just, like, film you? I think a lot of people would want to look at you. You're just kind of interesting. Sure. Yeah. He uh, takes out his little, like, pistol-looking uh, camera and kind of revolves the crystals around and starts recording you a little bit, and he says... This is my friend, uh, Janny. Um, she's, uh, My from name the is Journey. Journey. Yeah, sorry. Uh, she's a fur bog. And just, I don't know, look at all the fur. Isn't that cool? I mean, you have fur, too. I'm, I'm waving at the crystal, but talking to Tomothy. Well, yeah, but I mean, everybody's seen this kind of fur around here. This is, I don't know, you're something else. It's really cool. And is that, is that really hair, or is that leaves, or what do you got going on here? Um, Journey picks up one of her, like, vine tendrils. Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of both. I mean, it's part of me, and it's alive, and it's me, but it's also kind of of the earth, I guess. He sees the little fey bud kind of creep out between your locks of hair, and it uh, kind of uncharacteristically settles right in front of you and just kind of hovers there between you and Domothy, and he says, Now, what is this? Oh, uh, well, that's, that's one of my buds, my, my fey buds. And what is it doing right now? Uh, just hanging out, I guess. I don't know. And I, I just tilt my head at the Feybud. Am I getting any feeling in particular from them? Uh, the Feybud is subtly moving side to side as if it's trying to, like, get your attention. Like, it's shaking itself for your attention. Okay. Um, uh, thanks, uh, Tomothy, for, uh, chatting. I gotta, I gotta be going. And I'm gonna follow the lead of the bud wherever it wants to lead me. He's utterly in confusion as you're walking away from him because he wasn't quite done with you yet. Um, <laughs> but you're, you know, sort of meandering back towards your wagon, and the uh, Feybud seems distressed, and it only gestures kind of upward. And when you look up, sure enough, you can see those swarms of bright bulbs. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I ought to go check that out. Soon enough, you hear bakers. Please present your second bake. Do we have a finishing touch on this one? Poppy, like, as you're setting it out, Guy is kind of, like, walking with you, like, working on stuff as <laughs> you're walking with it. Uh, so let's get the D20 out of Poppy and the D6 from Guy. Can I add Bard inspiration to sure. either of these? Yep, yep. Okay. Nice work, Poppy. And uh, s- d- string my loot a little bit. Yeah. Bing. Okay. A uh, dirty 20. Okay. One. <laughs> a dirty 21. 21. Right. Okay. All right. Healthy. Can you just look at this for me, Hannah? 
Can you please look at the two natural ones I just rolled? Oh, oh my god. god. Wow. With the same fist. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Cursed. He's cursed. It's my lucky day. All right. <laughs> what is going on? Oh man, this is too good. Okay. They all set out their food. They all look pretty good. They go down the line again. This time they're starting with Ruby. Ruby, what have you got for us here? Ruby says, Oh, it's um, um, summer side up macaroons with a honey citrus glaze. And uh, a little, it'll, uh, well, it'll, it'll give you some summer decor uh, for the kids. <laughs> they just kind of furrow up the rods like, summer decor for the kids? Like, what do you mean by that? You see Mabel takes a bite of the macaroons, moves it around in their mouth a little bit, swallows down, says, yeah, that's pretty good. Could have done a little better on the finishing touches. And she kind of like dabs around her forehead and you can see Mabel Maybe's fur is starting to turn red at the roots. She goes, what is this exactly? You hear Ruby go, oh, it's, um, it's supposed to, well, when the kids are outside playing in the summer sun, it, it makes them sweat different colors, but... You see, the plan all along was to have kids try these along with them. And so there's a bunch of kids from the audience that have been allowed up to test these as well. You see a bunch of kids eating these macaroons. And Mabel's all of a sudden looking down very nervous at all the kids. And you see all the kids looking up at you. And they all just start to sweat red. (laughs) There's like 10 kids that are all just sweating red from their foreheads and from their eyes and cheeks, like looking at each other. And they're just like, what is going on? (laughs) It quickly descends into chaos to the point where they have to have like medics on standby to let them know that they're all fine. It's just colored sweat. Everybody's fine. (laughs) It's just red. But things are not looking good for Ruby in this round. Oh, no. After that, chaos kind of dies down a little bit. They invite Cindy up to show off her cake pop kickers with sparkling opal nuts. You see Rob Rockley take one of the cake pops, bite into it. Cindy quickly goes, oh, shoot, don't eat the middle. Sorry, I I should have said that. You're not supposed to eat the middle. She looks around, and you can see a bunch of kids. have They're just standing there with, like, completely empty cake pop sticks. They have eaten the whole cake pop, middle and all, and they're just walking around. You see Rob Rockley take this cake pop and that stick, this little ball on the middle of the stick starts to expand and expand <laughs> into a little kickball. And Cindy is looking at all the kids <laughs> with horrified oh eyes. Oh my God. And she goes, it was supposed to be a toy. It was supposed to be a toy, a kickball for the kids when they're done eating. Oh my God, no. <laughs> And you see all these kids look down at their own stomachs and go, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of their stomachs just start to inflate and get huge and huge. And some of them are like, <laughs> There's a lot of burping. No children were harmed. Children are fine. It was just an uncomfortable experience for everyone. Oh, no. With the most apprehension you have ever seen in a human being, Timothy Matterfax looks at Poppy's baked goods and says, are these going to kill me? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Are these going to kill the kids? Because we can't do this three times in a row. No, uh, these are buzzy bees. They just kind of crackle in your mouth and you can zap people if you want. Not in a dangerous way, just like a fun little, like a sparkler. Um, so there's a laser lemon cake with a honey lemon glazed toffee in the center. The judges all look at each other, <laughs> kind of shake their head. Honey lemon glaze, huh? Huh? <laughs> And it, it should be sour and then sweet. One of the kids is about to run up and grab one of them, and all of a sudden you see Rob Rockley like hold down a big hand and kind of stop the kid and go, No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll three... try one too if you'd like. Good, yeah. The, the three judges and you, Poppy, all bite in at once, and it's kind of like a culinary bee sting. It is so electrifying and sudden It's like an experience all by itself. It just takes your attention with that shock, calls you right to it, and it makes you focus on the thing that is in your mouth and what that is, pure flavor. It's sour and then it's sweet and the balance therein is perfect. It makes you forgive whatever that tough experience was up front for something that pays off so well. So it's good then. (laughs) (laughs) They eventually let the kids come up and take their own. Each of the kids lets out an excited squeal as they bite down on yours. Mabel says, with the delicately balanced Wazer lemons, with the honey citrus glaze, how can we not? Poppy, you advance. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. 
Cindy, all things considered, your cake pops were a little better than the macaroons, so you advance as well. Ruby, sorry. And with that, the final round is decided. And <laughs> you're sharing a fucking cart. And you're sharing a cart. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Secret ingredients are off the table. Yours has been used. Their chance to screw you over is done with. Though they did figure it out. Huh. The lizard was a druid. I figured. Okay. Yeah. And I used rubies also. Yes, you did. So. The final round is announced. The title is Blow It Up. Blow It Up. I like lean over to Cindy and I go, you kind of already did that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut your mouth. She stomps back to her wagon and begins furiously baking against you. Her wagon, which is Poppy's wagon. Yes. yes. Same <laughs> yep. Her side of the wagon. Yes. Anti-spy. Yeah. I need you to make a roll. Okay. This is important. If you've got tricks, stops to pull here, I'd pull some stops. So I think what I'll do is I will still play cards with Mikey. Um, but I'll ask Mikey, like, we got to take it real seriously this time. We're the anti-spies. We can't let anything get past us, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, go fish. Oh, yeah. It's my turn? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I'm going to give um, bardic inspiration to Mikey. Mm, okay. But then I'm also going to lean into my um, Ganymede uh, effect and try to focus just on listening, more or less, rather than um, other senses to see if I can get advantage on trying to anti-spy. Cool. So for my perception, only listening, got an 18. It means Mikey. Now well, it's the thought that counts, Doran. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mikey's inspired. There's no doubt about that. Okay. <laughs> How far that goes with Mikey, it's hard to say. He's just such a dumbass. <laughs> Poor Mikey. You see him like... It makes him better at cards. He's like about to lay something. He goes, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's just focused on the wrong thing. <laughs> okay. uh, but you are able to hear something. Okay. It's Cindy. She's crying. She's saying, I, I feel like, I feel like I just, I can't. I can't beat her head to head. So, and I can't let go of Best and Baxi. So this is what it is. This is what it's come down to. Okay. Just. Figure out what she's doing and we'll do it better, okay? Any response that I hear? You hear a couple people like mumble in agreement that they'll try to figure out what Poppy's doing so that they can copy her and do it better. Okay. I'll just like kind of lean over from playing cards and hopefully there's still like kind of some kitchen sounds and stuff like Definitely. that happening. So, uh, Poppy? Uh, yeah. Um, this might make things hard, uh, but I think Cindy's going to pull out all her stops and try to copy her dish. I, I have a thought, and I was actually kind of inspired by you and Mikey. You're playing Go Fish. Yeah. I think I'm going to make fish cakes. Oh, cool. That sounds delish. All right. I'm going to whip up a quick anchovy crab cake kind of thing mm -hmm. so that the smell mm -hmm. wafts over, and I'll just, like, set it down. Okay. What I'm actually going to do is make... Japanese taiyaki. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they look like fish, but they're filled with like a sweet, they're like cake. Yeah, right. And I'm going to say loud enough that I'm making fish cakes that they can overhear. Again, kind of using the like smell to your advantage of the anchovies and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And the previous mention of the anchovies as yes. your like secondary secret non ingredient. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Man, there's so many layers to this. <laughs> I haven't quite decided what I want to fill them with. I might do like a triple. One's chocolate, one's like cream, and one's like a sweet bean filling. Okay. Variety pack. I'm going to call them big fish. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to imbue them with enlarge. Ooh, ah, okay. There's blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> blow it up. Very good. But I'm, go I'm going to try and be like sneaky about it. Yeah. Would it be possible for Aaron to help try to assist with like trading out pans and just assisting her in like a sneakier way because I'm good at this or no? Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be two sides to this role. There's going to be team sneak, that is trying to hide everything that's happening, and there's team detection, that is trying to stop Cindy's spies from watching what's happening. I'm going to look over at Mikey and I think you're going to win this round, so... I'm just going to throw in the towel here. Oh, come on. Let me play it out. No, you shuffle up. I, I'm going to help pop you for a bit, okay? Ah, shit. Okay. You keep watch. Don't <laughs> let anyone come in. Well, anyone that's not on our team. Right, 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 yeah. Okay. 
Good job, Mikey. And the people on the other side of this cloth are not on our team. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good, good. Yep. All right. Then I'm going to help with the anchovy dish. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's okay at cooking. So <laughs> That's actually, not he's, relevant. No, yeah. he's pretty good. good. Actually, yeah, Doran is pretty good at cooking. Do... Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. He just grabs, <laughs> a, he grabs <laughs> a knife and he's like... Shh, shh, shh. Yeah, it's like perfect, like sharpening. Yeah, You're like what are we doing next? Yeah, Poppy, you see some surprising technique out of Doran that you're just like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> like this last thirty minutes goes by in a blur. There's so much going on, even on just your side, that it's hard to keep it all straight. Um, Guy, Journey, and Aaron, is there anything else that the three of you wanted to do to tip the scales in this final round? Because they're about to present. I, I, yeah, I make my way into the wagon mm-hmm. and I tell Poppy. Uh, Tomothy Matterfax just lacks booze in his bakes. I don't know if that's relevant for you right now, but hmm. that's just what he was telling me. I, I didn't learn anything else. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Maybe I can make the the chocolate one kind of like a rum chocolate. Why not? Yeah, that could work. I want to perform a smell check to see if I can tell what Cindy's doing on the other side. Very cool. Okay. Take that with advantage. <laughs> what is a smell modifier? Perception. Perception, yep. Damn, 11. Oof. Mm. I'll tell you this. It's awfully fishy. <laughs> like the whole area. Perhaps I should have tried before we cooked the fish. <laughs> Someone put the fish in the microwave at lunch again. Oh. <laughs> and just like that, you guys are getting the 30-second warning. Guy and Poppy, it's time for you to put the finishing touches on your taiyaki. Do you want me to do an arcana check? That would be for the special effects. You still have to do that yet. Okay. Yep. I'm going to do that first. Okay. Just no advantage anymore. No? An hour was spent, you know. Yep. Oh. oh. Sorry. Can I give Bardic Inspiration to Poppy? Yep. Okay. You... The last one. That's a two plus six. Uh, six plus six from my Arcana. So 12, 14. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. That came in clutch. May not blow up as much. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you know, it's just the pure exhaustion of being on your third round, but you, you stutter in the very last part of your incantation here, and you're like, oh, God, did I just ruin this entire thing? And you're not sure. You won't be until somebody bites into it, but you only made three of these, one of each. You can't test it yourself. (sighs) And that's it. Time's up. Time for finishing touches. Guy and Poppy. Here we go. Jesus. Seven. Eight. So. No, No, I got a one. Oh. Oh, so an eight total. Okay. They don't look great. My flavor is always good. You notice in the final moment that the taiyaki are off-center on the plate. They're all kind of off to the left, and you pick one up to move it so that they'd be be centered more. But when you do, the bottom of it sticks to the plate and tears off and drags a little bit of cream filling across the plate. What did uh, they get bribed to ignore what feature? Aesthetics. Okay. And focus on flavor. Okay, good. When you all come out, there are two pedestals. You place your dish of off-center taiyaki. You had to move it back to cover the fact that it was torn. What comes out after that is Cindy Buns with red, wet eyes. (laughs) She is carrying a dish that smells very strongly of fish and crab. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she sets it on the pedestal next to Poppy's and stares at the cobbles. She looks up at yours and she goes, "That, what is, <clears throat> what is that?" Uh, um, <laughs> that's a fish cake. It's like a, a sweet cake with a cream filling. It's shaped like a fish. You see her face absolutely crumble and she goes, "Oh." I feel really actually bad. The judges, the judges walk over and Tomothy says, "All right." Uh, third and final course. Uh, I could stay and eat forever, but I've got a race to run. So, I guess we'll just start with the uh, current champion here. Walks over to Cindy, picks up one of the crab cakes, and goes, Oh, did not expect this. Um, crab cake, huh? Fish cake? Yeah. Should be good. He bites into it. And it explodes in his face. <laughs> Fish and crab no. cover Tomothy Matterfax from head to tail. <laughs> oh, no. So sorry. You see him back away and go, blow it up. I get it. <laughs> Very funny. Um, that one's kind of on you guys. He turns around and goes, makeup. 
and a woman like bounds out of the crowd with a mirror and like a fluffy like foundation brush comes over and just goes, oh, uh, sorry, Mr. Matifax, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And she just prestidigitations him to clean off all the fish and everything. He goes, I'm so sorry, forgive me, that was so long you had to endure that. And he goes, it's really nothing, just relax. Ugh, what is that smell? And Aaron looks at Tomothy and just is like in disgust. A few tabaxi all kind of like turn Ooh. and look at Tomothy and at you. And they, like a few of them kind of like put their hand to their nose like, oh no, and kind of turn away from him. I think you smell lovely. That's uh, very, very kind to you, Poppy. I just, uh, I gotta go clean up. I'm, I'm not gonna show up like this for the race. I'll... Are you sure I, th- you I don't think we try? all know where my vote lies. Yeah, yeah. Give me one of yours to go, I guess. I'll give him the chocolate one. Yeah, great. Okay, thank you. And he is taking a bite of it, and he's walking away, and he just kind of, like, moves down the cobbles and stops. You see him kind of, like, look towards the ground and nod his head a little bit. He takes the remaining half of your fish cake and eats it, still staring at the ground, and he turns around and looks at you, and he goes, Poppy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> These are good. <laughs> You're all looking up at a giant Tomothy Matter <laughs> standing about 15 feet tall, oh, no. overshadowing what? the central fountain. And he goes, oh, no. You guys ought to join me up here. Pretty good living. <laughs> Pointing at the other judges, they each reach down and take their own flavors and shortly join him in the upper echelon of Flavortown. <laughs> you see them grow to equal height. And then they're all kind of laughing and smirking at each other. And Poppy, you notice they never stop growing. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, oh. They are getting bigger and bigger as you see their shadows creep across the gardens as a whole, enshadowing this entire side of Baxi until they're visible from a great distance away from the island. You feel the island start to tip oh, one shit. way instead of the other. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cast Reduce. I will dispel a magic Mabel. Okay, yeah, you dispel magic on Mabel, and you hear just... <laughs> as she goes back to her normal size. Um, the other two are slowing in their growth, but are still gigantic. You hear, you know, from a quarter mile away, Timothy going, Is this a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I think I went a little overboard. I'm so sorry. But you, you look like the biggest star in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> You and a couple uh, Remedy magicians work together to reduce their size a little bit, and with the three judges, return to their normal size and the apparent danger over. You hear Cindy Bunn say, she doesn't have a permit. She doesn't have a permit. She can't sell here. She can't work here. It's not fair. She's not a licensed baker. I actually am a licensed baker on on the mainland, and I pull out my license. And you see a kind of wave of indifference come over the judges, and Mabel says, that was never really part of it. She doesn't have to be registered. Sorry, Cindy. You're not the best. Cindy's kind of pouting, but at the same time, she's nodding her head. She goes, yeah, I guess so. She looks up at you, Poppy, and she says, You are the better baker. I didn't need to get to the third round to find that out. I knew it the second I bit into your coffin cakes last night. You tried one? A sample. Well, hey, listen, I I know a good baker when I see one, and I, I know you have skill. You wouldn't have been best baker for so long if you weren't. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I probably won't be here very long so you can have your title back. Yeah, that's right. But you are the best in Baxi. Right now. Right now. You are. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Congrats for second place. Yeah, on an unfamiliar oven, no less. Right, yeah. No, uh, that was probably a big part of it. You don't know the temperature. It's unfamiliar territory and, and you did really well. She reaches out to shake your hand. I I reach out back. <laughs> you shake Cindy's hand, and you know, for as bitter and tense as this was, and for all the malevolence that she pushed upon you, you know, it's nice to know that you went toe to toe with someone trying their absolute best, and you came out on top. That's validating. That's real. 
But there's something else that's real. Because you thought that all of the rumbling was over as soon as the giants were shrunk back down to their normal size, but at the conclusion of the bake-off, the island of Baxi begins to shake. And I think we'll end it there. Oh, no. Here we go again. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I am Tim, your GM. I'm Hannah playing Aaron. I'm Tara. And I'm Journey. I'm Thomas, and I'm Guy. I'm Joran, and I play Doran. <laughs> Jesus, John. I'm Maggie, and I play Poppy, and I'm the best The best! She's the best in Please share the show with people you love, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.